Today's guest is Mr. Josh Ramos of the Ramos Media Company, located here in Toledo, Ohio. They handle all your uh, photography and videography needs. Um, I've had Josh on the show before as Suave the Kid, which is his rapper moniker, but uh, he's kind of put Suave to the side for now. I don't think he's dead, but I think Suave is just, you know, somewhere else for now Um, as Josh focuses on his newborn baby and, well, he's not a newborn baby anymore, my goodness. (laughs) He's 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 so cute. Um, But uh, yeah, he's focusing on family and... And his new business, Ramos Media Company. So go check them out. They're on Facebook and Instagram. And I'll have the links to their site in the show notes. So go follow, support. And, uh, you know, if you need any photos or video shot, you know where to go. Um, We'll be talking to Josh in just a minute here. But first, let's jump over to our sponsor, ModedStudios.com. Moded Studios, embroidered uh, patches and apparel. I always mess that up. Um, They're always updating their site with new stuff. For instance, they got a new shirt called, uh, it's Bernie for President. And and it's not Bernie Sanders old ass on a t-shirt. It's actually Bernie Mac, which which is hilarious. They also got a new patch that I just saw on their Instagram. It's uh, it's the Popeye's Chicken Sandwich War Veteran. Um, And uh, that it's just silly, but it looks like a, like a patch maybe a, a vet would have on their, you know, their, their, their clothes their veteran clothes my god their uniforms my god i am slow you know it's 7 30 in the morning what do you expect <laughs> go to modedstudios.com they're always updating their website and they they do custom work they're just a hell of a bunch of guys over there well just one guy caleb and uh, I love him. So <laughs> go to modedstudios.com, M-O-D-E-D-S-T-U-D-I-O-S.com. Go to reinamystique.com, R-E-I-N-A-M-Y-S-T-I-Q-U-E.com. Check out our latest album, 1018. Uh, I had the honor of penning a couple of songs alongside my beautiful wife, and I think that you'll enjoy this album. Uh, while you're on the website, reinamystique.com, go to the Experience tab and check out where me and my lovely wife will be playing our acoustic soul duo around the Northwest Ohio, Southeast Michigan area. Uh, you can go and follow us on Instagram at We Speak English Good. Check out the new tutorials we're throwing up there. Uh, I, I've been having fun sort of doing these. Uh, since I'm a multi-instrumentalist, I've been learning licks on uh, the same lick on on most of the instruments I play. I've only done it on bass once, so I'm not going to say I do it on bass. But mostly between guitar and piano, I'm taking specific licks 
and and um, transposing them from instrument to instrument to kind of give you a, a broader uh, understanding of how a lick can work uh, on different instruments. Um, so follow us on Instagram. And plus, if, if you want to just get to know me as a person, uh, the We Speak English Good Instagram is <laughs> where it's going down. Uh, you can also follow us on, on Facebook, but it's the same thing. So, I mean, Facebook is... I don't know. Whatever. <laughs> We're moving on here, goddammit. Leave a review on iTunes, Stitcher, wherever you get your podcast. It helps. Even if you want to just click the four star, five star, or one star, don't click the one star. <laughs> you can click the one star. If you really think we suck that bad, go ahead, click the one star. You can write the show at we speak English good at gmail.com. Uh, I'll read the shits on, on, line, on air. If, if it's nice, uh, leave comments on our Instagram or our SoundCloud, wherever you get the podcast, interact. We love it. We love, uh, we love talking to you guys and we love hearing from you. So do all that stuff. Anyways, that's it for me for now. I'll see you guys on the other side. It's 730 in the morning. Okay. Leave me alone. <laughs> How about this? Let's talk to Josh Ramos from Ramos Media Company. just posted something random on facebook and like all of a sudden it turned into this big political talk yeah <laughs> like I, well like, you know i've avoided facebook yeah. for a few years because, oh, yeah, yeah. because of that oh really yeah i just don't want to get caught in the crossfire <laughs> so i'm assuming your story now is going to be that well no like uh, okay so yesterday this, I, all i did yesterday yesterday was voting day here oh, in okay. lucas county and <laughs> Fucking all I put was like, don't forget to vote. That's it. <laughs> and really? my friend, well, and my friend, he, he, and he used to be the co-host actually of the show is offbeat, but he's yeah. like every since, I mean, like he was a co-host right when Donald Trump was just starting to run. Okay. And he was like, so there's a lot to talk about. Yeah. Well, and he, yeah, because we were like very opposing views on these yeah. things, and and he, it was kind of a quick transfer into the Trump thing, yeah. And and now he's just all in, and like it, like Trump could like stab somebody in the face, he could stab a baby in, in the middle of Times Square, and he would be like, oh, it's all good, it's just him, that's good old Trump. <laughs> I think that's what he said too. Didn't Trump say something like that where he's like, I could go shoot somebody and people would still fucking suck my dick. Anyways, <laughs> the, the thing was he so so um someone puts on there, someone's like, Oh, thanks for a reminder, it was nice, and then he puts Trump 2020. Okay. I'm just like, come on. And so he's my boy. And I'm like, okay. So I, I just put a sad face and I just put like a Trumpism, like sad. You know, yeah, like because yeah. he'll just say sad. Or, yeah. you know, like everything's <laughs> terrific. Sad or fantastic, you know, like sad. Yeah. And he's like, not really. Name me one policy that Donald Trump, blah, 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 blah. And yeah. then so I'm like, this motherfucker is just trolling now. So I, I was just like, <laughs> I, I didn't even respond. I wasn't going to even respond. And then a friend of mine responds. Yeah. And then I'm just thinking about like, okay, I'll respond. Because he was like, name one policy that's affecting my, fa that's directly affecting your family right now. Yeah. 
And I'm like, I'm like, okay. I, I, I thought about it and, and you know, it was reasonable, right? It's like yeah. he's like put put aside all the hatred, all the rhetoric, mm-hmm. all the all the bullshit right now. Yeah. And name one policy. And I'm like, okay, he's actively trying to repeal Obamacare, which my family depends on. Mm-hmm. So that's enough reason. Besides being a racist, abhorrent cocksucker, <laughs> um, he he's also trying to repeal like my family's well being. Yeah. So yeah, he can go die. You know, who yeah. gives a fuck about that guy? So so then that spawns like he's just like oh that shit that almost made me homeless. Fuck it. So anyways, it spawns like so someone else like sees our conversation, jumps onto it, and he's like he tries to make it all eloquent and be like, Well, here's all the reasons why and it's all like perfectly yeah. written. And I'm writing and like the last thing I one of the last things I wrote is You like, read two or three things and you're like, Okay, I don't know. I'm like, <laughs> how do you have time to write this beautifully written like point by point? He case probably by had case. one of these debates and then he copied and <laughs> pasted from and his paste. notes. He's <laughs> <laughs> like everybody's gonna paste. think that I write and type and think so quick. Yeah. I'm gonna blow their fucking minds by <laughs> yeah. by Rodney's terrific I it's think, fantastic right? yeah I think the problem is with the the election the last election yeah the toxicity in it was because anybody who was opposing Trump or anybody who was for Trump all of a sudden got altered to all the way left mm-hmm. or all the way right. right you couldn't just be a normal dude right you couldn't just have a normal opinion so I feel like whether people because I know people who voted for Trump I know mm-hmm. people who voted against Trump just purely for against him mm-hmm. and people that I talk to are normal. Yeah. They're just normal people. Right. It doesn't matter. They have their own personal reasons. But it's like, like you said, where you can post one thing that's barely even political. Right. Just, hey, remember to go vote. Go vote. And then somebody feels like they have to defend <laughs> something that the entire presidency, somebody has been shitting on. Right. And so it's like, but then also, you're on your end. Well. Just like, okay, well, you know, fuck this. Fuck that. You know? And it's... Well, it, that's why I don't. That's why I try to avoid well, any of it. Disengaging, right? Like, yeah. You well, know, that was that was the whole thing. I was just like, I don't know how you people have time for this. And then yeah. someone was like, someone was like, well, you're stealing right out of my pocket by your family being, you know, like fucking getting, yeah. uh, getting Obamacare. And in my head, he's like, I pay taxes, I work hard, and I'm just like, bitch. So I wrote. This is the last thing I wrote. I was like, I pay taxes, I work hard. Mm-hmm. I I, I fuck it and and uh, might I suggest starting your own business because yeah. it's fucking awesome. Yeah, <laughs> Cause, right, right. Because like it, the the problem is that people are working their asses off and they yeah. are getting very little out of it, mm-hmm. and their lives aren't what they want it to be. Right. And so they're and this blaming is, this it. is at traditional jobs to clarify. Right. Yeah, not, well, not and, but, at starting. And this is a musician too. He yeah. he works at a music store and he teaches lessons. Yeah. So he's hustling. He's hustling yeah. hard. And so are all of us. You know, right. like you're an entrepreneur. I'm an entrepreneur. You he, he's like, I am a business owner, but I'm fucking not here milking the system. I'm like, and so I stopped. I was like, look, I'm disengaging. I don't yeah. have time for this. And and like literally I was editing a video for this company yeah. while I'm trying to have this <laughs> interview. And I'm sitting there like, oh my God, I'm wasting all this time fucking engaging. Yeah, all in that this energy garbage. and effort. And and you know, I wasn't like mad because I'm beyond getting mad at this point. Like yeah. <clears throat> Even though he's like insinuating that I'm like leeching off the system, and like yeah. he was like, if you do own your own business, like you know, like all those little things that he's throwing in, those little shitty yeah. digs, things that just kind of condescend you at any. It's like in any way. I wish that like we could have a conversation because like I would tell him, I was like, look, man, I fucking. I, I I'm never gonna vote for Trump. I don't give a fuck. Mm-hmm. I, I don't give. A fuck. He's a fucking piece of shit. 
But like I, there's a lot of the shit on the left I think is ridiculous, and mm-hmm. there's a lot of shit on the right I think is ridiculous. Mm-hmm. It's like I'm not on either side of this. Yeah. I'm you know, s- that's the hard thing is to fly in the middle like that. Can't. You have to just keep it to yourself, you which just- is fucked up because in a society where we're supposed to be accepting, right? You know, especially left, and then people on the right who said you have the constitutional right to do it, right? You have to keep your fucking mouth shut. Because on the left, they want you to express everything, but you get in trouble. Right. On the right, they say you have the right, but if it's not what they think or say, you know, it's... But so I just, I try to, when it came to Facebook, like, I only post through our company page. Yeah. You know, and, yeah. and I'll, I'll get on my own personal page just to see, you know, how other people are doing. Yeah. But I, I can't even decide what to post anymore <laughs> because I don't want... I just don't want any of that conversation because then you invite it. You know, yeah. that's the problem with the community social platform yeah. where it's just anybody can say anything in any way yeah. and you have no fucking control of it. And I really, I prefer something like this. Right. You know, to, to express like something that's going on, yeah. something one-on-one, more organic. Right. You know, where well, you just, can actually talk about it because like, yeah. in fact, the guy who was sort of calling me out, he was just like, he said he was taking me to task. Uh, because he's sick of smart people just having misinformation. (laughs) It's like, bitch, I listen to right-wing shit. I listen to left-wing shit. I listen to both sides of it, and both sides fucking make me puke. And, like, all I wanted to do was tell people to vote. And, by the way, all the people who fucking, who who are very against Trump and who fucking, who, who are really sad that he's in office, well, next time, go fucking vote. Like, right. Well, yeah, that's the that's the other thing. Fucking the, go vote. The people you didn't vote. You fucking didn't yeah. fucking vote. There's a really, and that's why that piece of shit's in there. There's a really interesting video. It was with uh, Bill uh, Bill uh, Bill Murr or Bill Maher. Bill Maher. Yeah, yeah. And um, he had Jordan Peterson on his show, and they had a bunch of people at this panel, and they were talking about when Trump had gotten elected. And he pointed out something that it made me think about it, and I think it's true to this day because that was probably two or three years ago at this point. Mm. But he had said, he's like, you know, I think you guys should really, like, stop pointing fingers and calling Americans who voted for him idiots right. or stupid. Like, it's literally, it's half the country. Yes. You know, that, that people voted for him and wanted mm-hmm. something different. Right. It's like, you really, you want their votes, but you criticize them and call them enabled and dumb. Right. And it's like, you really shouldn't do that. You should, you should really step back and think, just what can you do better in this next presidential election if you really want to implement, you know, a Democratic Party. Yeah as you know a forefront of our country why don't you just like change the way that you view the people that voted for trump because that's another big part of it it's like i don't like trump you know but i can understand why to vote for him or why people would and if somebody does it's like well i'm assuming you're not just up in the morning (laughs) acting like trump calling people fucking racial slurs you actually had a reason for it Mm. and you don't know him any better than i do right so i don't i don't really give a fuck about the guy i don't know him (laughs) you know but at the same time it's just when people bash each other so hard, yeah. you know, that's why it's like, and you can't have that conversation unless you're just with each other. And even if you are with each other, it's got to be somebody who's aware enough to just listen. Right. You know, which and, is and, and, almost impossible. Right. Because people just close off their minds. They pick their ideology. They stick with it. They, yeah. they have their talking points that they heard from fucking Bill O'Reilly or whatever the fuck. <laughs> and they're going forward. You know, they're marching forth. And that's that's that. I can't stand Bill O'Reilly, dude. Well, he I don't. That was nerves. a bad example because I don't even think he's on the air anymore because he got no, me too. Yeah, he did. Yeah, he did. <laughs> Thank God he I got me too. I could not. I mean, it wasn't even so 
much that he would say things that piss me off. It was just him. Yeah, it it's just, just that him. arrogant that fucking attitude. Yeah, he is just a very arrogant. Like he is the definition of like yeah. the fucking uh, the entitled white man <laughs> who, who, who had this sassy little attitude at the same time. <laughs> so he would like kind of purse his lips and like you oh. know. I thought he would snap after something he would say. Oh, you know? mm. <laughs> I just could not stand his show at all. Well, and and like yeah, well, I I already talked about this on the show, but like yeah. me and Raina had this heated conversation, and and like she tried to flip it where I was like a Trump supporter, and I'm like, no, 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 no. you don't get it. Mm. It's like I'm not a Trump supporter. I'm I'm fucking. I am trying to listen to the other side because I don't think that division is how you bring a country together, right? Oh, right like right. that's a, that just doesn't make sense, right? Which both sides are doing, right? Equally. Exactly, equally, it, it, and if not worse, on the left. I mean, because uh, like I, I'm not gonna say what's worse or not, but yeah. it, it, it's it's pretty pathetic on both sides. Yeah, and I was trying to explain to her is like, listen. Half the country voted for this fucking asshole, okay? That means bishops, my son, bishops, I'm sure one of bishops' teachers is mm. going to be a Trump supporter. I'm sure our neighbors are going to be Trump supporters. I'm sure mm. the bus driver that takes our son to school or, you know, like there's going to be people who are going to be directly interacting in our lives and you can't just write every fuck, half the country off. Because she was yeah. like, if you fucking, if you're going to vote for him, if you fell for it once, you know, whatever. But if you're going to fall for it again, then you're a fucking racist piece of shit and I'm, I'm, I'm writing you off. Yeah. I'm just like, well, that, that, you can't. Like, that's just like, it's not how you move yeah. forward in these kind of situations. There are people that didn't want to vote for Hillary just because of Hillary. They don't trust her. But she's you fucking know? crooked. She was crooked, Hillary. That was yeah, the I mean, thing. and it's like, and the thing is, and this is the hard thing to, to decide when it comes to politics or media. Mm. You don't really actually know right. what you know. Right. You know, aside from like your family and people that are always in your life. Right. You know the situation. You know what's going on. But politically, you don't really know. And so people just don't trust Hillary, whether she was guilty for what she did or not. And so when it comes to voting for Hillary or voting for Trump, people were voting just against Hillary sometimes. Yeah. And then some people, you know, they were pro-like gun or mm -hmm. they were pro-choice or they yeah. were pro-life. And that's like their only reason. Like, well, this person supports what I'm going to do. So, I mean, that's why. Right. And so, I mean, that's, that's kind of that toxicity where it's like, well, just because... You know, they could be a black man or a you know Mexican right. that votes for Trump. You can't call him a racist. You know, or even if somebody who's white, you can't just call them out outright. Well, they're racist for that. Right. You know, like just because right. of this dude makes stupid ass comments. Exactly. You know, but at the side too, it's not like it's not like you have to be crucified. You know, for yeah. what you're just trying, you're just trying to go through your fucking life, man. I'm just trying to wake up, make a decision, right. trying to be a part of the vote. Go to work and right. feed my family. Like I'm yeah. not out here just you know making this terrible right. impact on people. Exactly, and like you you mentioned Jordan Peterson, and and one of the things that he he talks about in great length, I think, is yeah. that he he talks about how well off we are as a world as a as a whole right yeah. now because poverty is at its lowest yeah. uh you know the, the we're at our wealthiest we're at mm -hmm. our most productive right now we 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 are able to fuck it we're eradicating disease constantly you know we're mm -hmm. working really you know so like where we're at i mean because you you think about what like a hundred or 120 150 years ago was like yeah. the the pioneers or what not the pioneers but like you know like fucking 
we life had very little value. Oh yeah. And 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 fucking you would get shot for just looking at someone wrong. And yeah. I mean it could still happen in the wrong neighborhoods, oh, yeah. but but it's not like that's just how it is. You yeah, know what yeah. I mean? <laughs> you would drink water out of a well and if something had died on a river or a stream up <laughs> you'd die of well, dysentery. You know I just I mean? watched a video not too long ago. I think it's um and this is probably wrong, but it's in the ballpark. <laughs> like maybe like hundred and fifty years ago, hmm. somebody was like the average age was like 40 to 50 right you know it's it's something right. like crazy to think about right. if you really think like man my great-grandfather like like that life expectancy was not that high right and nowadays you know it's probably mostly in the 70s early 80s right we're most, living longer yeah, yeah and they're stronger yeah. you know 30 year olds look like they're fucking 21 <laughs> you know <laughs> Hell yeah. i mean Hell it's yeah. crazy 40 year olds are like walk around like the 30 i mean you got people um that are jacked at like 50 you know <laughs> it's just, like shit. at their prime i'm in my prime bitch <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but it, yeah it's a it's a really weird environment and i'm sorry that i just launched right into that because that's yeah. like a pretty heavy thing to just sort of walk into but i think uh, i don't know to kind of close out this sort of thought is like this sets the tone for the whole <laughs> show <laughs> yeah we're only talking <laughs> hardcore <laughs> politics from here on out <laughs> policy um <laughs> But but I think just to sort of close out the subject, I guess. But um, yeah. uh, I think what we're both getting at here is like, it, it, let's just listen to each other and appreciate what we have because yeah. it's not as bad as people are saying. It's really it, not, and it, it's that's the media spinning us. Yeah, you yeah. know, and and I can have conversations with people who are totally different from mm-hmm. me. You know, like I would, I'm a Christian. I like to go to church. You know, mm-hmm. my wife and I always grew up, you know, I was Catholic at first, and then I just grew up with always in a religious home. Yeah. You know, but I can have best friends and conversations with anybody who's atheist, anybody who's just maybe completely unreligious. What about Satanists? I mean, I probably <laughs> could. And you know what's fucked up is that I probably know people who are. Right. But I mean, that doesn't affect like our relationship. Right. You know, because 90% of what I'm doing with anybody has nothing to do with religion. Right. You yeah. know, or anything I'm like just, that. It's like I'm hanging out with my friend. It's yeah, not like, like fucking, we're sitting there like burning right. goats or whatever the right, fuck. Right, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. I so it's, I, I mean, I don't have an issue with what people think because it doesn't affect the way I think. Yeah, you know, or what I believe. So I think that's that's just part of how people are on Facebook, especially. Yeah. You know, yeah. where it's like you cannot do anything, say anything without somebody pulling out some shit. You know, and <laughs> just throwing it on on your wall and posting it and getting into conversation. What? So I don't, I just don't, I don't post anything, even though mm. I'm like actively always kind of keep up with people. Mm. You know, and I, I just don't like it anymore. I stay away from it. Yeah, yeah. And, and unfortunately, a, a big part of my job is social media because yeah. of, because I'm constantly <laughs> promoting, I'm constantly doing shit. So it's like yeah. I am on social media so much and more than I even want to be. And and like today was a great way, great. I think today was a good thing because it really did shine a huge light on just like, yeah like just disengage like just post yeah. disengage right right, right. like it, you know if it's a nice post and, pe- and it, you know has nothing to do with politics it's like yeah engage but like as soon as shit starts going south and, mm. and that's, that's another thing that that facebook is is ran the algorithm is ran on outrage oh yeah so the reason why someone even came in to our conversation was because it showed up on their timeline because Trump mm-hmm. 2020 was mentioned. That triggers an algorithm. Yeah. That gets that shows up on all these Trump supporters. Thing. Yeah. 
So then all of a sudden there's a bunch of they engagement. They just want activity. Anything that's right. going to bring activity. Engage, engage, engage. Bring you back to the app. Bring yeah. you back to the app. You out, Joe? Uh, nice meeting you, man. All right, brother. You take care. Oh, no, no. It's all good, man. It's, <laughs> all right, this bro. is a podcast. It's not like... Not like yeah, we had oh, Anthony no. Midwest Tone in the building. Oh, hey, hey. <laughs> He's leaving the building now. <laughs> I left <him>. <laughs> <laughs> Son of a bitch! <laughs> oh, man, We're that's funny. To get out of that. Right, right. How, did you know that your business partner is a Trump supporter? Well, you know what? Um, I didn't, but he's fired. <laughs> We're <laughs> he's no fired. longer business partners. Um, no, I mean, uh, what's funny is that, you know, me and uh, Midwest Tone over there, like we have known each other for years mm. and he works in this building as well. And we've been partnering up in media lately the last three or four months. Him and I could not be different, more different. We could not be more different in the things that we think, mm. you know, and like oh, what we grew up with. But yet, like, we are so productive mm. and we're such a great team. And it's like, and he has like a level head of respect. Yeah. He can absolutely disagree with anything I have to say, but we, he has such a manner of respect. And so do I. That's how we just grew up, mm. you know, to just respect other people. Right, right. That like, he's one of those people that I can just be very comfortable around and we yeah. can just say whatever the fuck is on our mind. Right. You know, we're not going to be judged. We're like, well, fuck you. You know, like, you know, I'm done with this project. Right. Yeah. Right. So I think it's, you got to find people like that, you know, and, you know, on Facebook, it's it's obviously it's just a hodgepodge. You know, it's just yeah. you might get a great response. You might not. Probably not. <laughs> probably not. No, it's probably going to be an awful negative thing. And yeah. and like what really sucks is that people really do take these things very seriously. Yeah. And when I was on there, when I said on this last feed, like, how do you guys have the time for this? Like, I'm very serious because yeah. they're just sitting there telling me how hard they work. But yet they have this beautifully written fucking... <laughs> You know, copy and pasted fucking preordained yeah. fucking yeah, man. response. It's, it's, it's people because they have been, people like that have been targeted as such toxic, you know, mm -hmm. racist Trump supporters. They feel the need at any point yeah. to defend themselves and show, no, I'm not. No, I'm not. No, I'm not. It's kind of like playing that blame game. Mm -hmm. And so, like, I can I can understand that, yeah. you know, but it's at the same time, it's like, you know, just have some fucking self-control. You don't have to lash out. Right. You know, you don't have to do that. Right. Yeah. Just it's just better to like be listening and and yeah. That that's what I try to do. And even like the guy who started engaging in the first place, I I sidebarred yeah. him. Was like, hey, when are we doing the podcast? Right. 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 <laughs> it's because because we do have this great back and forth. Yeah. And we can kind of like clown on each other. And still, like, have our points. Yeah. And then, but, like, it it didn't bother me. The whole interaction didn't bother me. But what bothers me is that my brain still keeps going back to it. Yeah. And, like, I'm just like, how, how do you eliminate that? Like, yeah. get, because, like, I just want to disengage and that's it. But, like, I'm still thinking about it. We're talking about it right now. Yeah, yeah. We're, <laughs> but, uh, I mean, all I can do is preach fucking peace man right, right. Like, all you could do is tell people ask of people to have some respect for yourself and for others it's, yeah man and, uh, definitely that's that's thing. i mean if you can if you can master those things yeah. then most things in life will be easier you know and you it can get be. along a lot better it will with be people yeah and you, and what sucks what sucks about me is that like my interactions I don't care about interacting in those ways on online. Mm -hmm. The problem is that like I'll interact poorly with people in no. real life, <laughs> like the like like the waiter. You know what I mean? Like you know, you just 
cut this motherfucker down. Like, you yeah. know, like you just, and it, and it's just because I'm having a bad time or and yeah. he fucked up, but like he, he doesn't deserve that, you know, so, yeah. which that has come down a lot. Well, you know, like, and then that's the thing too, people, you, you have to remember that you are all human people. Yeah. Like you're, you're, you're just people. people. So like people. if I, you know, if we have a great, very healthy conversation mm. on politics. Well, while the whole title of this could be bashing Trump on Facebook, you know, <laughs> yeah. of this podcast, like we could still be healthy here and then be dickheads later on. Oh yeah. To people like and but it's just it's just how people are. It's human. If it's you human. can accept that, mm. you know, like I mean, and everybody always reverts to this answer, like, you know, just try to do better every day. <laughs> you know, like, but it, it for the most part that is true. You know, realize when you're an asshole. Mm. If you can own up to being an asshole, you know, at least you're not just ignorantly walking around, right. you know, being a dick. Right. Well, and that's the other thing is that, do, like, do people take the time to stop and think about why they're feeling this way? Oh, yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? And like you just said, you just hit on it. It's like people sometimes just get locked into this mindset yeah. where they're just like, I'm, just, I'm a dick. Yeah. I'm not even paying attention. And that's where I get where I'm just like tunnel vision. Mm -hmm. I'm not even thinking about it. like today was like one of those days where I was starting to slip into that and I'm just like I really have to like step back yeah. I fucking broaden my viewpoint yeah. be like oh okay why am I feeling like this what's going on with me mm -hmm. okay all right so maybe I just need to bring it down and do this maybe I need to fix that whatever it is it's like yeah. a, lot, a lot of people just ignore those 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 nagging yeah. things and it all just comes out as fucking word yeah. vomit you and know? unfortunately it's more of a maturity thing you know it's, <laughs> you, you really have to have like an awareness there are some kids that I know now that you know like whether they're family members or not like I just get around like a uh, Jocelyn mm -hmm. you know or like a niece and they're like man this these kids really smart and aware. Like they really can manage other people's feelings mm -hmm. along with their own. Yeah. And I'm like, man, I couldn't do that when I was 25. I you know? know. I know. But I mean, now you can just people mature at different rates. Yeah. And in different areas. And then fortunately, it's mostly you know as a younger adult. That's when you're making a huge impact on everything you do, mm. and you're just mindless as fuck. You like you, <laughs> I know. I, when I was 22, 23, I was such a fucking idiot. Right. Yeah. Absolutely. I agree totally. And, and it's like now that I'm approaching 40, and I actually have some sort of an idea of what's going on with me. It's like yeah. I look back at these kids who are younger, like even you. I mean, who's someone who is much younger than me? Like you have your like, cause what you're 27, 28. I'll be 29 next month. 29. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So when I was 27, 28, 29, I was drunk, drugs. Yeah. I was pretending to be a musician. Yeah. Look, <laughs> I know that. And I know that different people do different things, but like, I, I, I just, I, I just noticed like, fuck, like, I really didn't have it together at yeah. all, and and I'm just sort of getting there. And I think kids do it a lot to it though too. Yeah, you know, like totally. They, I, I think like for well, most people, the twenties. I I think tw your twenties should be somewhat yeah reckless. Right. Somewhat. Yeah. Not you really reckless. don't have a clue what you're doing right. or how to handle it. Yeah. I think when I was uh, first when I first had Parker, mm. like I was pretty much still like. You know what? I'm gonna make this rap career happen, man. <laughs> In Toledo, Ohio. <laughs> gonna be out there performing everywhere I can. And, you know, it just wasn't bringing home the bacon. Mm -hmm. And that's when, like, I realized that, like, I, f I started to feel like my wife's child. Like, mm -hmm. I started to feel like she had two kids. Yeah. And I started thinking, like, fuck, man, I gotta, like, really ramp things up. Yeah. And that's when, yeah, I mean, I was already on that path. But then, you know, having a kid is like, okay, well, you know, I mean, yeah. I guess sooner than later I should probably do it. Mm. So you kind of speed things up for yourself. For sure. 
I still feel like my wife's second, <laughs> second kid. <laughs> well, I don't think you can really escape it, you know. No, no, you can't. But it, it yeah, just dudes. But when you're really not doing much to bring anything yeah. to the table, right? You know, you just like, well, you know, it's really what I love to do. You know, <laughs> <laughs> this is my passion. It really makes me happy. You know? As your son's starving. It's like, yeah. well, sorry, dude, you have to wait till next week. Right. I'm gonna be up all night. I can't watch him in the morning. You gotta go to work, but I gotta prep for the show. You know? <laughs> I gotta get this. I gotta get this. Shit. I gotta make this trek, you know, and uh, which which is actually which saddens me because I love you as an artist and, and I love Suave the kid, I do <laughs> the I alter really do. ego, yeah. Uh, but I uh, but I do understand that that there is so much you can do with it, and and yeah. not that you couldn't take it as far as you know you wanted, yeah. But like you saw, like you saw right then and there, like you're like, well, I can keep doing it like this, and maybe yeah. you know something will happen, yeah. Or I can like start making real moves. Right. Yeah. I, I think it was uh it was staying so um, it's just staying in the middle of what I wanted to do for so long. So mm. I, I was trying to really make a rap career for like four years, mm. and I'd been in music making hip hop and rap for like ten at the time. Right. So that last four years I was doing it, I was really trying. And the thing was, I just wasn't really willing to make those big sacrifices like get the fuck out of toledo mm. you know or like really invest into you know like other producers and like sending all these you know promotions to ar like anything yeah, yeah you know that you just you have to do that people don't really realize is such a big part of it right and i was always in the middle of it i was like well i'm not gonna really leave you know and then you know i had you know marriage and then you know, like kids and it's like wow I was just on the fence. Mm. Anybody who already has their mind up wouldn't let that stop them. Right. And when I realized that, I was like, yeah, I got to change gears. That's a really good point. It's like if you are on the fence about a, a huge decision like being an artist for a living, mm-hmm. I mean, you, if you're on the fence, like that means that you're not all in and oh, you yeah. should just get the fuck out right now. Right. And that's why like exploring that stuff when you're young, you really have to go all in and not be lazy. Yeah. Because as you get older, you're going to start to think, and, you know, for like uh, four or five years, you've been on the fence and you go, fuck, I really got to make a change here. Mm. And that's just kind of where it was for me. That's why we dipped into media because it's like, yeah. well, you know, I've been doing this already for a while now. I can probably make money doing this rather than fucking rapping around <laughs> Toledo if I'm not really willing to put in this effort and go further. Yeah. So I like that your hat says effortless. Yeah. <laughs> this is actually, um, this is an artist, Chief Alone. He just put out an, an album called Effortless. Oh, okay, okay. And so I did a product shoots for these. Oh, sweet. And we're doing his uh, music video called Pain for the Pain. Probably one of the best albums I've ever heard out of Toledo. Oh, nice. Uh, Who's the artist? Chief Alone. Chief Alone? Amazing. Alum or alone? Alone. Alone. Yeah, okay. Chief Alone. It, if you were to like go to YouTube and type in Chief Alone Effortless. Mm. Holy fuck. It's legit. I mean, I mean I've I've made I got to where I was in music and like the way I was able to do music by hanging around like people who were way better than me. Yeah. Most of the time. And even though I've been I've worked with probably some of the best people that Toledo has to offer, I've never cr- come across somebody like him. Oh wow. Fucking amazing. Is he young? He's probably my age. Oh, okay. Probably my age. Really intelligent dude. So and is he he's not he's not really performing or what? No, he he's kind of the silent moving in silence type. He's got a lot of different things that he's building up, his own business. He does a lot of production, you know, his own engineering. Um, I mean, writing albums after albums. He's got a lot of behind the scenes stuff. 
Oh, right. right. And uh, I think it's about that time where, you know, at least with his new project that we're working on, mm. uh, for the visuals, it's going to start taking off. It's, I'm just proud to be a part of it. So that's why I got these hats all over the place. You know, I'm like <laughs> yeah. super excited to hey, wear these hats. Yeah. I'm like, I love this thing. <laughs> and well, somebody thinks I'm a douchebag. Like, oh, effortless? So oh, everything's yeah. just effortless to you? <laughs> It's like, uh, well, I'm, uh, okay. Trump 2020. Yeah, yeah, right. Just run away. Oh, <laughs> um, but so that sort of leads us into Ramos Media. Yeah. Um. So you guys, well, what what's the scope of this? Like, what do you guys cover? I know, I know, your wife is doing photography yeah. part, and you're doing video. But like, what's the scope? Like, how far out do you do? Where? How far do you go with it? Um. Uh, so for that last year, I was doing music. I had pretty much cut everything off and I sold all my equipment mm. and we took about a year off and I was really just trying to like study business. I was just trying to figure out what the hell I wanted to do. Mm. So I took a full year off of doing anything, just worked. Um, and then my wife and I started talking about, you know, maybe we'd do a media company because I'd always been doing me. I'd always shot my own videos. Mm -hmm. I always done all the editing. I always learned a little bit about cameras, but never really dove into it. So out of like the 15 years I have in music and recording engineering, probably like six, I've already kind of was familiar with video and editing. So um, we decided, I was like, well, you know, she's already a great photographer. She had been, just her old Minolta cameras over there, her film cameras. Oh, nice. And so she did that in high school and she was always a pretty great photographer. So we had that Rebel camera mm. that we have for like last three years. <laughs> and I was like, you know what, let's put some miles on this. And she started booking clients. And I'm like, well, you know what, we should just do this for like an actual thing, mm -hmm. you know? And like, I'll, I'll video direct and I'll be a director. I have no fucking clue. I've never really directed <laughs> anything. But it's one of those things I felt like I could do because I've I've at least gotten my toes wet over the last few well, years. And, yeah, and I just want to say just the just to back that up is that you are excellent at editing and shooting and capturing and capturing emotion like mm -hmm. that shit you did that video you did down here. I can't remember the name of the song. I think it was Blue or something. I don't know. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You did it down here like you so captured like well, that. You know what's funny? That so is well. the <laughs> that's hilarious because that's the only video I did that not you do did this. <laughs> <laughs> that's the only one <laughs> this is a is a really great director that's okay. hilarious yeah, yeah that no, video i've seen other things that you you have skills <laughs> that don't let don't let don't let john i'm gonna have to hit my film over. reel for you see if you feel the same <laughs> yeah that that video was done by jonathan kimball okay. um a fantastic director was he using a gimbal no, that guy <laughs> was he, Kimball using the. I was just he probably yeah, and he was joke. he was using an art. He was using a whole harness, the body harness, oh, okay, and a full on gimbal. That guy is the guy who shoots everything for UT. He does interviews with LeBron James. Wow, he flies all over the place. Their office is just down the street. Oh, nice. The camera that he used for that video was a. I think it was a Red Dragon. Oh shit! And, or it was it was one of them. It, yeah, yeah. The fifty thousand dollar one. Yeah, yeah, whatever that is. I know what you're talking about. And that was the the the, the least probably the only one thing that he had. He had that and an entire studio. He had all this fucking equipment. And I mean, like, ridiculous, dude. Yeah, yeah. It was crazy. I'm wearing shacks in this in this office. You know, like, he's wearing J's. Like, <laughs> like I'm, I'm shopping at Payless for my equipment. You know, he's going to, like, the store. Yeah. So that guy is uh, he's a he's an incredible director. He's got a film reel he just put out not too uh, not too long ago, a 10-year film reel. Wow. And uh, we're actually, we're, we got a short film that we're in production now. Oh, nice. And uh, we've been filming, and uh, we're entering in the film, the Mommy Film Festival, and he's oh, actually a speaker at that. So nice. I'm excited to see him again. He's he's incredible, dude, man. 
Well, so if you like that video, it's probably because he had an incredible director <laughs> with it, with incredible visuals, a total professional who went to film school. With, yeah, not some, he actually not some dickhead school. who was making hip hop for you know for so many years. I was like, well, well I guess I'll shoot. Okay, videos. well, well, I mean, just so we're not shit just too much. Like your 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 hip hop skills were great. Yeah, <laughs> which is like, I'm sorry, that sounded shitty. No, no, but, no, I get like. It. But I do respect you as an artist and, mm. and as a, a filmographer. That's right. Yeah, yeah videographer, videographer. Sorry, my my bad. Thing is, too, I haven't really put out most most of the things that I've been shooting the last four or five months has mm. been client based. And so right. So it's they, not anything they, you... they put it out in their own time. Mm-hmm. Um, and then other videos that we are working on now. I mean, I think that we're really starting to hit our stride. That's it's great. Getting really really fun. Yeah. Yeah. A lot yeah are fun. you finding that uh, editing film or editing? Uh, yeah, editing video is. Uh, um, it, do you get a, a thrill out of it? I mean, it's like you know, it's it, what's funny is I, I've so I started on Pro Tools and audio mm-hmm. at like age thirteen. Right. So like, I, and that's what I worked at with at TSA. And I was a whole year, that first whole year, like in the eighth grade, I was fucking on Pro Tools. Mm. And so I had been working on audio editing in some form for like 15 years now. Right. So now switching to a different program is just learning what it can do. Mm. But editing is still the same, like editing to the feel, mm-hmm. editing to, you know, for structure, for high and low, beginning, middle, end, all that stuff that you have to feel as an editor. Mm-hmm. I've already have that. Yeah. So I just, I mean, learning the program on Premiere right. is one thing. Learning, you know, how to get the shots to edit, you know, but it really wasn't that big of a transition. Yeah. Since you've already kind of been editing something, at least audio, uh. now I know how to still make those transitions that feel right. Right. So that's that's probably one of the biggest things I came into with video. I still know that. Yeah. You know, I, I, I was going to, I agree with you because, like, I mean, I've done video editing minorly mm-hmm. and I'm still in the minor league. Um, I still use an <laughs> iMovie, son. <laughs> I'll do it. Um, but, but like the transition, and, and I've used actual video video editing. Um, yeah, I've used like Vegas and Premiere. Yeah, and while I was on iMovie up until June when we launched our company. <laughs> So the very first project I had for a client, I realized, you know what? I probably can't get paid to do this and edit on iMovie. So I went ahead and got Premiere. Yeah, you just go ahead and do that. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, like it, it, the the transition, because you're right, it, it's still like you're still like operating as an engineer. You're still operating with your ears, but now yeah. you're and your eyes. You're still operating off the feel of it, of things. Yeah. And so like coming from the audio world and jumping into the video yeah. um that was one thing that i did notice is like i do have a good feel for it yeah, i have man. a great feel for it i have a great i just need to i mean really from here on out it's just getting better and building my skill sets right yeah and building uh it's like it's like having your tricks on pro tools yeah. like you're you know like mm-hmm. uh fuck like side chain compression or something you know right, what i mean right. like your having own little, these little your own little template and, for doing stuff exactly i mean i think that that is really half the battle aside from learning the skills so i you know i dove in maybe we launched in june and i i took you know youtube university for Hell like yeah. for about two months and i dove into everything there needs to know about a camera operating it manually aperture iso shutter speed like okay and then lenses and then this and then that and i still to this day i do that six seven months later every day i'm not in here i'm got a playlist of watch later 
you know, and it's mm-hmm. everything about lighting, everything about composition, framing, and all this stuff. And so I'm constantly learning it. But it's it's like you write songs, mm. you know, you learn to record them, you learn songwriting structure, how to start that song, where to put the bridge, and where it needs to end. You get all that experience, and then you just put it into a different medium. Yeah. I mean, you have that. That's so important. That's, yeah. that's more than what people mostly do, even if they have the technical skill. For sure. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely, man. And it, it, it's been so... I, I find it, like, so fucking... Like, I, I don't find it, like, more rewarding than, yeah. than audio, but I, it's just different. And it's, yeah, and yeah. It, But it's still, like... like a change of pace. It is. And it's yeah. very rewarding for me to, like, make a video and then watch it and be like, wow, that's cool. And, like, yeah. and the, over the summer, I... <clears throat> I shot this video. Uh, I, I did uh, like a few videos, like shorts, and, mm-hmm. and it were just interview videos. Mm-hmm. And I got to see it projected on a big screen in, in a room full of about three hundred people. Yeah, and I saw people crying and shit. Yeah, to these videos, and I was just like, "Holy shit, that's what it's about, yeah, huh?" Man. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> like, well, you've made that impact with music. You know, when people yeah. listen to your stuff, and oh, they can vibe out. Right. Once you know how to throw that vibe in there, Hell yeah. you can transfer it to anything. For sure. You because know? that's all I was doing. I was yeah. just using, like, and, and it was just, like, very obvious things. Like, very obvious. Like, there's this lady who was addicted to crack cocaine. She was a prostitute, and now she's yeah. better, and she got a house, and now she's not Sweet. homeless. Yeah, it's a great story. Yeah. But like there was like very there's just things that I would just use like like her saying crack cocaine because she mentioned it like twenty times I counted she said I was addicted to crack cocaine yeah. like twenty times so I threw that in there I was just using these like tight shots every time she would say crack cocaine yeah. I would <laughs> yeah come in yeah. like real tight on her face yeah. and like and those are like to me I was just like that's kind of cheesy and it makes me laugh but like to but. In my head, I was like, I know that this is a device and yeah, that yeah. this is something that I knew something was there. And like, I didn't know exactly how it was going to go over, but yeah. I knew that that was something and that felt right, even though that gave me the opposite reaction that it's intended because yeah. I'm a piece of shit and I laugh at other people's misery. <laughs> but like, um, the, well, people but, say but, the best humor is out of things that are not funny. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. I think so. I mean, my God. It's like, I mean, but she, she, I I was taking risks because like she, uh, um, she talked about her brother who passed away and she had like seven brothers and I was just on her. So I was using like kind of like picture collages too, sort of, um, to sort of tell the story. So it wasn't just her face going crack cocaine, crack cocaine. So I was yeah. like pulling pictures, of, and so like I was doing like I was going on her Facebook, and I just grabbed this picture of her brother. I just was like, my brother passed away. I just put a picture of all her brothers because I found a thing, <laughs> and then my sister passed away, and like I went on her Facebook, and I found one. It's like I always remember you, yeah. and I was like, I hope this is the one that she's oh, talking. Yeah, about. right. That was my aunt, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> well, why did you? But she's still. She's right here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I took this huge risk, and. And thank God I got it right because that yeah. would have been very embarrassing if she would have came out. It's like you know this this is my aunt. You said who was dead, and oh. you know like so so like the person I was crafting a narrative. Okay, you know nothing about you media. Don't, <laughs> you know nothing about art. I'm a fucking artist. We're good. It's great. Perfect. Oh, that's fun. Fantastic video. Yeah, man, you got to take that kind of leap. Well, I mean, you, I could have like went and you know confirmed things and yeah. did that, but like I was like, fuck that, you know, like I'm yeah. not, 
like and then the way I work is weird. I, I don't know. I mean, now that you have a kid, do you do you find yourself getting up really early or do you still find yourself like trying to get as much sleep as you can? Like Oh man. You know, where are you at with that? When I have the time like today I had room to do it mm-hmm. and I, I slept. And I ass. did it. <laughs> I, so I fucking slept. Most days though I'm up like uh like tomorrow I gotta be up by like seven. Yeah. Um and I gotta get my ass moving throughout the day right and i got my uh morgan has stuff to get to get done like around two or three so i'll be moving around for like six seven hours and i gotta get everything done right so most times yeah like i most days you know to do what we do mm-hmm. you gotta get the fuck up right and well you know sun is burning and stuff but any day yeah anytime <laughs> that i know it's like we have nothing to do in the morning i'm gonna fucking drag that shit out yeah. like i did today <laughs> i woke up to parker like running into the room and he had a tortilla and he's like that 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 <laughs> And I'm like, what the fuck does he got? And uh, I see he's like biting something. And I'm like, I hope that's not tissue. <laughs> <laughs> and then I, I hear Morgan is up like, all right, Papa, I love you. Yeah, and I'll Bye. pass the fuck out again. <laughs> um, well, I I don't know because, I mean, because you guys work together, you and your wife work together, mm. but you guys just probably do like, you probably do work independently on the projects that you're working on. I, I yeah, um, most of the time we are together, actually. You they, guys work together on specific programs or Just, just about everything. Oh, okay. Because, okay. Um, I mean, normally, because we, we are a pretty short, our, you know, small crew. Mm. And so, and we're doing, trying to do as much as we can. And so for any video shoot that I have, whether it's commercial or a music video or, you know, or interview, She's usually there as like my first AC, mm. somebody that's helping me get my lenses together and stuff. And then when she's doing photography, I'm usually there helping her direct the model because she's just trying to just get the photos, just change her lenses, mm-hmm. and I'll fuck with the lighting and I'll make the you know change the backdrops. And so right now it's easier for us to just work together. I just kind of change my position when I'm in photography, and mm-hmm. you know then she will help me with kind of setting up scenes, things that we just, we need that extra hand. What about like editing and stuff like that? Editing, I I do most of all the editing, even the photography. Oh, okay, okay. Um, Only because I've just, I've been doing it for so long. Right. And I, so much quicker at it. Mm. And Morgan is a good editor, but she just first like, just, you can do it. (laughs) (laughs) You do the heavy lifting. Feel free to do it, yeah. Because I I like to organize stuff. You got to dump everything Mm -hmm. on your SSD. And I'm like, Morgan, you put it on the wrong side, you know? And she's like, okay, I'll just get out of the chair and let you do it. That was the biggest challenge for me was organizing. I did not organize well. And so, like, for the longest time, I hated video editing. Like, I could do it, but I hated it. Yeah. But it was only because I'm a fucking idiot and didn't organize it. (laughs) Yeah. Now that I know how to organize, and it takes time. It does. It takes a lot of time. It does. And and that's the thing that I was skipping. I was just like, Mm. dump all the video in there, and I'll just scrub through it and try to find the pieces I need. It's like, okay, that's going to, that's like 20... You know, that's like too many hours. That's yeah. too many hours. Your clients. <laughs> I mean, that mad. is something I have going for me when in my workspace, mm. I like to be pretty tidy. Mm. And I like, like, even with audio, I yeah. open up Pro Tools and I have templates and everything is colored and labeled. Nice. And I have to, I just have to do it that mm. way though, because I like to work as quick as I can. Yeah. But at home, Oh my god, bro! Like you've seen my parents' bedroom before. Like <laughs> yeah. that's what my bedroom looks like. <laughs> it is like it's destroyed. Parker's shit is all over the place. Oh, yeah. The kitchen looks like somebody's been squatting there for like six <laughs> six months. You know, and it's like, oh. and I, I remember I mean, watch. I was watching, uh, not watching. I was listening to a TED talk um, months ago because that's what I was trying to do to like just to you know get in a different frame of mind. Yeah. And I was listening to a bunch of talks, and one person was like, you know, when you're really when I was in the thick of it trying to start my business. I would go home and I'd see the dishes and I would like 
okay, you know, I got to carry myself perfectly through the entire day. So I'd go there and I'd expend all this energy doing the dishes and putting them in the, in the shelves and like making it seem and feel like I have to be at 100% the entire day. Mm. And she's like, that's when like I would start to fall apart. And she's like, when my business started to pick up is when I just transferred all my energy to my business and said, fuck those dishes. <laughs> and I was like, I was like, great. I was yeah. like, oh man, now that means that we can do this. Yeah, and I don't have to permission. feel like a dirty piece of shit yeah. when I don't want to do the dishes. I, dude, I, I, can I just say that <laughs> same shit, dude, same <laughs> shit. Like there's a mound of laundry in our room that that's, it's clean, but just not folded. Oh well, yeah. The dishes are overflowing. The floor hasn't been mobbed in months. And and my mom, who who's uh who's who uh she didn't move in, but she stayed with us for a week. Yeah. I'm just like my mom was like, we just cleared the island like ten minutes ago. I was like, welcome <laughs> to the weekend. <laughs> it's like welcome to the weekend. This is how shit happens. It's like oh. because the weekend comes, I'm gigging, she's acting, she's gigging, we're gigging together. Yeah. Bishop's got shit. Fuck, whatever the fuck it is, it's like everything <laughs> else goes by the wayside. Yeah. And like, and my mom, who is a tidy person and, and likes to keep a clean area, she's just looking at this in horror. And I'm just yeah. like, I'm sorry. <laughs> this is the fucking yeah, weekend. Yeah, bro. My, my, my wife's, uh, my in-laws will come over every now and again. They're <laughs> yeah. like, you know, my uh, father-in-law will look around like, good grief. You know? <laughs> and he's like looking at us like, you animals like <laughs> and it's just you know it's just i mean when i'm at work i'm super tidy mm -hmm. super efficient and when i am dirty it's minimal yeah at home it's a fucking wreck well and it's like you get home after because like when you do own your own business it's not like you have it, you're always on yeah yeah you, there's right. no time off. i mean you do get time but it's not like yeah. it's not like i'm gonna take this vacation you know yeah, it's right. like that you take vac vacations and you're fucked for that week because exactly. you brought nothing in <laughs> no vacations <laughs> bitch you're on yeah. and you're you're here to serve your client or whoever the fuck you know like you're yeah. you're there you have to fucking be in it at all times and yeah. be willing to be in it at all times yeah and 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 just after all that like you get home and you have that few minutes of just silence and the kids asleep and mm -hmm. it's just like i'm taking it you know fuck those yeah, dishes man. fuck the floor yeah what i was kind of getting at earlier was like i don't like I, i'm turning i'm getting i'm coming on 40 if i still drink coffee I, before i stopped drinking coffee i was drinking coffee at like nine at night you yeah. know you know and still fucking going to bed at 10 you know like mm. i'm getting to that age where you're drinking coffee before bed and I'm, but you know, I'm, it's funny on there too now i'm i'm up before at, like today i woke up at 5 a.m and i'm just like i could either scroll on my phone yeah. or go get this shit done mm -hmm. and fucking get my day started so what i've found is that I hate getting up early. I've always hated it. But like oh, at too. this moment, like when I pop my eyes open and I'm just I'm just awake. It's just what happens. I just yeah. wake up now and that's it. And I used to just lay in bed and listen to a podcast or fucking yeah. just scroll or just lay there. Yeah. And, and I justify that as me warming up. Yeah. When, when you know, Agam's the exact same way. And it's not warming up. You're just burning time. You're just burning time. And and the silence of the house before everyone wakes up, yeah. I've learned to really, really appreciate it. Like, mm. very much. So, like, this morning, it was just wonderful not having Bishop, like, Mike, what's the fucking breakfast, bitch? And, like, <laughs> rain. Hey, bitch, chits, go clean the fucking dishes. You know, like, just not having yeah. everybody up your asshole yeah. and just having those, like, I mean, I had from 
dude, I got like three things done and I went to the gym and I got home in time, you know, fucking to say bye to Bishop and, and yeah. you know, whatever. And then I was right back at work again. And that's fucking productive as shit, yeah, man. man. And and you I've have been... to run your own day and be your own boss. And most people are the worst. <laughs> like, you know, they... and that's why they love the the going to a nine to five. Yeah. It's, it's a schedule, yeah. and and they don't have to worry about fucking you know yeah. where they don't have to tell themselves from. to go do something. Right. Someone else will tell them. Someone else to go do that shit. I mean, it's easier, and I get it because there's there's a safety and security behind that. Yeah. But if you ever want to do anything more than just fucking punch a time clock and go home and heat yeah. up your stofers and fucking watch The Biggest Loser and feel like The Biggest Loser because you're fat as fuck and you're doing nothing <laughs> about it, and then going to bed and waking it up the next morning and doing the same miserable fucking thing again, there's no way you're going to get past that yeah. if you're not willing to make a risk. Especially when people are just not happy. Yeah. There are people that, you know, that we both would know mm-hmm. that are total that's what they want. Mm-hmm. They're cool with that. They just want dope house. Mm-hmm. They want a nice, you know, they want their family to be living well. Right. They just want no worries financially. And they're cool with that. Right. Me, I've never been cool with that. I fucking <laughs> But they're hate miserable. It. But that's yeah, the yeah, biggest prob- part yeah. about it. Yeah. That's the biggest part about it is that when you talk to some of those people and yeah. we and, and like Oh, it's another day. Just cool. another day, you know. I'm fucking just fucking doing what I gotta do, and like yeah. I'm happy. My kids are just happy. doing my time. Just doing my time yeah. until I die. <laughs> are you in prison? <laughs> <laughs> it's so sad. And, yeah, it really is. You know, I had a conversation with um, a family member of ours. Mm. Me and Josh are cousins, and and I'm talking about another cousin who will remain anonymous <laughs> because, right? Okay, I'm not even gonna go there. But <laughs> he's pretty successful, mm. and. Um, I had a conversation with him not too long ago. In our family, that says everything. We know who it <laughs> we is. We know who we're talking about. He's really successful. He's going through some shit right now. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> but what he told me was very revealing about, and, and I've heard this from multiple very successful people, even like professional football players who, yeah, yeah. who I've had been friends with over the years. Just one. It's not like I have mm. tons of professional football <laughs> player friends. No, no, no. no, no. You, you have this image. You've talked to everyone <laughs> in the NFL. Yeah, yeah. Me and Brett Favre. You want, you want tickets, bro? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, anybody needs Super Bowl tickets? Hit me up. Um, but they they all say the same shit. It's like it's like having a bank account um, mm-hmm. doesn't mean shit because no matter how much money I have in my bank account, is not gonna buy back the years I miss with my kids. Mm-hmm. It's not gonna buy back the time that I could have been with my family. It's not gonna buy. Um, yeah. I work a lot, a lot, a lot. Mm-hmm. but like part of my job that i my part of my job description is father and mm-hmm. like that's i get to yeah. do that like to the max yeah, working man. the life that i work yeah and like Definitely. i can't fuck i would not trade that for anything you i don't know, care how fucking broke i am right now <laughs> yeah man you know that's exactly how we are we for the year before we launched our media company we <laughs> did unspeakable things <laughs> like cancel our wi-fi <gasps> you know <laughs> For an entire year. People would come over like, hey, what's the Wi-Fi password? And we go, oh, we don't have Wi-Fi. they look at me like, what the fuck? Right. You know, like, why'd you invite me over? I'm leaving, motherfucker. You know, like, yeah, like. Go to shit. Starbucks. I mean, we canceled Netflix, Hulu. Anything that was an expense, we totally canceled. Mm. And just to be without it. And I I mean, I've been without, so I could give a fuck. Right. About any of it. But, <laughs> I mean, like, when you're, when you're in that decision mode, when you're going to be like, okay, do we really want to work nine to five? You know, or like when I was working 
last jobs I've always worked have always been more like managerial. Mm. So I'm constantly out shutting down stores and doing that kind of shit. And the last time I did that was about two years ago. And I worked for Target and I was always gone. My wife worked at Mercy, always gone. Son was, you know, newborn, never fucking seen him. And even now, like, we don't have that much money. Mm. I was making good money and Mm. so was she and we were... We were cool. Mm. And now it's like, yeah, you know, maybe the light bill's about a week fast. <laughs> but on the other hand, I've spent probably out of my 24-hour day, probably like, I don't know, 10 hours with my son, yeah. actual time. Right. And then the other time, since I have nothing to do, I can come here and edit all my videos. Mm. You know, my clients, maybe we're doing, you know, two or three things a week right now, you know, which is paying the bills. Right. But I don't have to like punch in, punch out, right. nine to five, plus the time to get ready to, you know, to go to work, right. travel to work. It's a totally different life. It I, would, I, would never, I wouldn't trade it for anything. And my right. wife, the only reason it works for us in particular as a couple is that it, she feels the exact same way. Yeah. And her parents are the same way. Right. You know, like, you know, my dad is not that ununiformed. I mean, he's very, very uniformed. Right. My mom too. Go get a job and go right. work. And it obviously supported five kids, mm-hmm. you know, and he did a great God job damn. doing it. Five I know, fucking five, man. <laughs> I, I used to get the question, you know, you guys going to stop at one? And I'm like, well, you know, when my when Parker was born and fuck, yeah, we're stopping <laughs> yeah. at one. <laughs> get out of here. <laughs> but I mean, um, so like obviously that worked, mm-hmm. you know, but it's like even anybody at that stage now, you know, where they're starting to retirement when you really can't mm-hmm. that's the one thing that drove me into like you know what fuck that that's mm-hmm. when i really made that decision and morgan's parents they're the total opposite her dad's been an entrepreneur for like 30 years yeah. you know running his own construction company you know the smash dog food truck right you know he's done all of that and so he's been one of our biggest supporters like yeah you better go out there and do that Hell yeah. you, you know and i figured out the one reason i started getting lazy with music was because i was actually unhappy mm-hmm. and there's a really cool uh talk on youtube i forgot the guy he's a podcaster but he explained that when you find yourself being lazy it's actually a wonderful thing and being lazy doesn't lead to good things. But when you are lazy, it's yourself telling you, you are not happy doing what you're doing. Because yeah. why else would you be lazy? Right. You know, when Bay texts at four in the morning and you get right up and, <laughs> and you head out in the snow, obviously you're not being lazy there. You know, yeah. but, but you're if really you're interested, yeah. <laughs> interesting point. So if you're at work and you're lazy as shit, or you maybe you have a business right now and you are being lazy and you don't really want to get up to build it mm-hmm. maybe you are unhappy yeah maybe it's time to switch gears yeah that, that's a really good point um because like uh, what i've noticed is that any project where it's really hard for me to find the motivation to tackle it outside of like paid work because sometimes yeah. paid work can get like that luckily i've not right. had to deal with that but yeah um but it can i know it can and yeah and it has, but not to the, the point where. And the trade-off is still it. you have your own free schedule, right? So it's and, like, well, fuck it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But like when I'm working on my own stuff, personal stuff, when mm-hmm. I notice that something is, I just I don't have the motivation, or if it's literally draining me to mm-hmm. do it and I can't get through it, it's like huge clue. I'm done with that. Yeah, I just man. fucking scrap it and. Sometimes it's worth breaking through that because yeah. there there is moments where you just don't feel like doing something because it's your body just telling you, don't do that, bro. Just right, don't. right. Who cares? And if you do push through that, you can get some great results. But mm-hmm. there's this one particular project that I've been working on for like the last couple of months. I keep coming back to it. And it's a really stupid one, actually. <laughs> I want to cover Never Ending Story with a vocoder. <gasps> stupid. 
I would watch that. Well, I I I gave up on it. So anybody who wants that, I was gonna do it for my stupid even a snippet. You know, like well, that's what I was gonna do a one minute video because of Instagram. So I was gonna cut it way down, but I'm just like, man, I'm just not. Every time I go to it, I'm just not do it. But then I had this other idea the other day, and and it goes for the same for the same thing. It's for a character that I do, but uh, the. I was like so excited about it. And I'm really excited. I just don't have the time at this moment to do it. So like yeah. I'm like really excited about it. Yeah. And I'm gonna launch into it as soon as I get time, which I think next week, but yeah. maybe. Um, but but you know, like when when something strikes me, like because never ending story was very exciting for me at first. Mm-hmm. But as soon as I started trying to figure out what's going on in the song and then trying to deconstruct it, yeah. like it turned into like more of a I was just like, oh, this is kind of lame. And I've done it like three <laughs> times, put it in like a few hours. I was like, yeah. okay, come on, let's push past this bullshit because you really want to do this. But I didn't, and mm-hmm. so I was like, "Yeah, fuck it." If I, if I, if the, if the moment compels me again, maybe. But yeah, yeah, definitely. But I mean, it's I, I couldn't imagine. And here's the other shitty thing too, though. I, I couldn't imagine going back to like a nine to five. But I am one gig away from going back to one to well, a nine yeah. to five as well. Right. So it's like I, I don't. And that's that's what you're always on the cusp on. Yeah. You know, like I'm always on the cusp. Well, you know what? I mean. You know, just those jobs you pick up for a month or two, you mm-hmm. know, yeah, and like, yeah. you know, make a little bit and then you get back on track. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm, you're always every other week. I'm like, fuck. And then all of a sudden, <laughs> all of a sudden somebody comes up. Hey, I need something. Uh, thank God. Right. All right. You just, <laughs> thank pay, God. you just paid my rent. Yeah. All right. Cool. Let's do something. What do you need? <laughs> yeah. Let's you do know, the- I mean, the motivation for us now or for me always was always like I lost my motivation so frequently until I realized like it's. I don't have to feel like doing it. Just I have to do it. Just do it. Yeah, yeah. like it's it's just a choice. Yeah, to be motivated. Well, it's like going to the gym this morning. It was fucking freezing out, and yeah. like as soon as I opened the door and the cold air hit me, all I wanted to do is just turn around mm-hmm. and go back into the warm house. Yeah, man. Fuck that gym because <laughs> I hate working out. I fucking hate it. Like I don't like it. It's fucking awful. Yeah. But like I know if I don't do this, 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 and this is gonna happen right away. And like, I mean, and and like you knew me as a kid, you know, I was a fat fuck. Like, you, (laughs) like, I'm just like one sandwich away, one, one skip. I'm one barbell away from breaking. (laughs) You know, if I I went to the gym, I'd probably get into like a cardiac arrest. (laughs) I I feel like I could lift you over my head and do the dirty (laughs) dancing move with you. Yeah, you could. Absolutely. (laughs) (laughs) But, but it, it, going to the gym and doing your work, it, it, it's it all correlates. You know, it's yeah. it's it's yeah. it's on that same level. It's like sometimes you just fucking gotta do it, and that's yeah, just man. the way it is. And you gotta push past that bullshit and mm. and say fuck the dumb. You know shit. what's funny? Like, uh, it's not a side note, really, but to go off of you know, you're one gig away from getting a nine to five. Yeah. Every time, every time I've done that, you know, we're like, yeah, you know what? Uh, I'm gonna go ahead because we're pretty poor right now. I'm gonna go grab it at nine to five. Yeah. Easy to grab. And I'll get a job and somebody, you know, my parents or somebody in our family, oh, so where are you working now? That is good. You keep that job. <laughs> yeah. And I go, uh, it's not really the, yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'll be here for 30 years. <laughs> yeah, all right. You know, two months later. Are you still? No. No, hell no. no. Don't. Yeah. no that, I was working at UPS for like four months uh, last year and, yeah. or maybe the year before that. It's been, I've been back here for like a couple of years now. Uh, but I worked at UPS when I when we got back here, and um, 
I I I, uh, I I hated it, but it wasn't that bad. It was sort of like having your own personal trainer yelling, "Come on, keep moving, go go yeah, go dude. go!" Um, unloading trucks in the middle of winter. It was so awful. you were unloading. Oh yeah, it was okay. awful. Yeah, but uh, I did my time at FedEx. Oh, uh, you know, loading. Oh well, I mean it's I mean it's all awful. It all sucks. Yeah. Um, but it's the type of job that you don't take home with you, and like yeah. at the end of the day, you just feel like you're just tired. You know, you're yeah. not taking it home with you. Like, oh God, Carol's such a bitch. You know, right, like, right. It's it's just you're just exhausted, but just you can tired. get back to whatever. Right, you're you're fine. You know, you're not mad about it. And yeah. but still, it's just still a soul draining. And and for me personally, for me. Yeah, yeah. It's a soul training and time waster. And so what ended up happening was I went to uh, my band played South by Southwest for the first time mm. in Austin. Awesome. And we went down there. The whole family went, and I had this amazing experience in Austin. And I came back, and I'm like, I'm I'm not doing that anymore. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not going back. I told Raina, I'm like, I'm just not going back. And she's like, All right. She's like, What are we gonna do now? I was like. I guess, and and that's exactly when I started really booking out and yeah. really working, and and that was like you know we weren't here for more than a year, but it took us a winter to sort of find our grasp or whatever, yeah. get our get our footing going. Yeah, and and I just sat down and just started fucking sending emails. You know what yeah, I mean? Man. And that it, that's just I was like, well, there's no money coming here. And so I create all this future money, which we call future money is like gigs that we have booked. And yeah, like, yeah. it's future money. We don't know if it's going to be there, but it should be there. Yeah. So we're just calling it future money. We're not really counting it, but we are. You know right, what I mean? Right. It's just future money. It's just ominous. You don't really it's plan around it, but you do plan to have <laughs> <Right>? it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's a great way to put it. Um, and, and yeah, so I, I mean... It, it's just going to do that job, I mean, really putting the focus, like, oh, yeah, you're not here for this. Like, mm -hmm. this is not what you're meant for. And I've always felt like a loser because I could never keep a job. And I was always yeah. just like, I would get bored at a job and I would hate mm -hmm. it. And it was just, you just, you can't keep doing it. I just couldn't. Yeah. And, and like, it took me a long time to realize that I'm not a loser. It's just that that's not what I'm supposed to be doing. Right. Yeah. It's like, you're supposed to be, like, for me, I have, to, I'm a fucking. I'm probably the loser in my family, for sure. <laughs> By far. Everybody else has really got their stuff together, you know, and I am a fucking waste bag, man. Like, you know, but, but like, I guess recently for me starting this, I've gotten the most, um, like, across the board support where yeah. people are like, oh, yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Right. You know, even like from my dad. Who's you know always be like okay, Mikko, you know you got to go over there and get a job. <laughs> yes, and like he's not wrong. No, you know, but it's like I had to do it in my own way, and even even now he's like, yeah, man, I think you're onto something. Yeah, you know, which is more comforting. Mm. But it's still, it's like you know, you running your own company, you are always about a week away <laughs> from going back to the grind. Right, you know, at least at, at until least you're at not, first. until yeah, you're until not, until you're not, right, until you're not, and, and that's the thing. Like you devote. I mean, I don't know. Like it's only. It always seems to me that like when we are down at our lowest and we're really working hard for ourselves and we're really on our grind and we need the money, like it's just somehow it kind of just works out. And yeah, it's, yeah. it's this weird thing where it's like you got to like put yourself out there and you got to take this risk. You got to take that leap off the ledge. Mm -hmm. And there's just some kind of like serendipitous. And I know this is all woo woo shit. Yeah. And one thing that Jordan Peterson talks is about, um, what does he call about it? Divine. It's oh, yeah. like, it's something divine. He calls it divine. He's very religious and 
nothing against religion whatever but um he calls it this divine purpose and yeah. finding it and and that you find as you give more into that purpose into your divine purpose it gives you ways that you just are kind of unexplainable right and right. i know that sounds stupid yeah. to people who like go to jeep every day and yeah, fucking yeah. are like dealing with that every yeah. fucking day i know it sounds ridiculous but it's like fuck dude it, I was lucky, and you were lucky that we were able to find something that we're passionate about. Yeah, and, man. and and you know whether you're motivated by passion for your kid to eat, or you're motivated by passion to create art. Yeah, which I think we're a little bit of both. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> yeah, when you're you're, you're, you're all of... about the art until you have kids, and you realize, yeah, well, yeah, that too. Yeah, too yeah, yeah, well, yeah, I like art, but you know, yeah. I suppose I he think has you, to eat. You something. really have to be a you have to be a, a certain kind of person, man. Yeah. Yeah, like, you're right. You know, you really because for me, I don't. My wife's not so used to it, mm. you know. But she's also she just never had to live like by that, you know, skinning your teeth way. Mm -hmm. She never really had to do that. But she's always been around entrepreneurs, right? And so she's totally game for it, just not used to that life, right. you know. Where it's like, well, we're eating uh, chicken biscuits and ramen noodles this week. <laughs> 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 we're on that diet right now, you know. And it's like. I, I'm used to that. Yeah, I could give a fuck. Right, you know, right. as long as like my son is warm, yeah. he's fed. I don't give a shit what I eat. Right. I'm just trying to get back here. Right. You know, do some work, do this stuff, and if I can make like even this, you know, like thirty grand a year salary mm -hmm. for myself. Yeah, and I mean that's that's totally fine. Even twenty. You know, I'd take fifteen <laughs> out of just not having well, to to work nine to five. Well, and here's and here's the other thing about being in this position is there's a thing called tax write offs where oh, you yeah. can <laughs> where you can like change you can yeah. work the system that works for you. And most people do not know that they don't. And, and I'll have conversations and they get lost. Well, and here's the thing, like, and and kind of bring it back, and we'll kind of wrap up. Uh, Fucking this dude who's talking shit about me taking money out of his pocket is like, bitch, just because the tax laws are written in my favor, mm -hmm. you're going to try to guilt and shame me for fucking doing that? Your yeah. fucking president ha is not coming off his tax returns because he's doing the same fucking thing, but on a bigger scale. Mm -hmm. And fucking he actually is stealing yeah. out of your pocket. Yeah. So don't fucking come at me because I know how to fucking do my taxes properly yeah. and fucking get everything that I sh that I need to yeah. be a fuck. Well, he I'm even admitted that I think before he got elected that he was talking about Chinese steel for his buildings <laughs> about how he got around it. He's like, yeah, I don't give a fuck. Like, he, yeah, he was just like, yeah, you know, that's what we don't. We did it or whatever, and it's like, you know, you are allowed to take advantage of the situation. It's that's why it is there. Like yeah. the laws are written, and it's and, and whether you like it or not, whether you agree with it or not, mm -hmm. that's the law that we're all following here. Yeah. So don't fucking try to guilt me because I'm fucking taking right. advantage of what of what the law yeah. says that I can. If it were to I'm be illegal, to. then I guess we wouldn't do it. But right. since they're handing it out. I, I will take Fuck it. Fuck you. I need fucking healthcare, bitch. And yeah. fucking, like, I'm sorry that you work a job that you hate and fucking that, that just so you can have fucking yeah. this. Start a business. That's what I said. Start Might a business. Might I suggest start a business. Yeah. Whatever you would like to do, whatever your little heart pumps for. And that's the problem. And that's one of the things that uh, I, I'm starting a whole nother fucking conversation. But <laughs> but this whole automation thing in the future, you know, Andrew Yang's yeah. talking a lot about this whole yeah, like yeah. this future. And, and like everybody's talking about Elon Musk, that fucking yeah. guy who wrote 21 reasons, 21 lessons for the 21st century, whatever fuck his name is. Yeah. Can't, I can never remember his name. It's hard to, to pronounce. But he fucking lays it all out. It's like these issues with creating jobs and shit. Yeah. 
there's not going to be jobs. And the only thing we're going to have is our fucking, uh, our ability to generate our own income. Mm -hmm. And so if you're not on that ship right now, you're going to have a real hard time when it comes to, because we're used to having to sort of switch roles a lot to sort of fit the needs of our lifestyle. Right. And people are not. The idea of a job is a new idea. You know, of a regular nine to five. Mm. I mean, most people, there has been more time, significantly more time of people just running their own farms, trading, right. making their own goods than anybody working nine to fives. Yeah, absolutely right. I mean, that is that is a new concept it for is. people. And, and, and like the way that we teach our kids is, yeah. is to, is because we're training them to go do these jobs that are about to be right. non-existent. If I can make $30,000, you know, in a year and write off $10,000 and get taxed for 20 and $10,000 is untaxed mm-hmm. and I can go back to a shit job and make $30,000 and they're going to tax me on all $30,000 mm-hmm. and work shitty hours mm-hmm. for a shitty company with shitty people. I mean, it's pretty obvious choice right. where you go. Right. And, and uh, with that, we will call it a day. <laughs> Josh, man, I appreciate it. Fucking Ramos Media. Do you guys got a website or anything? Uh, we have, uh, on our Facebook, we have just Facebook. a little portfolio. Sweet. Um, so on Facebook, Ramos Media Company, me and my wife are ready to do any work for you. Let me know. Pornography, yeah. here we come. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man, thanks a lot. <laughs> All right, brother, thanks. Thank you, Mr. Josh. I appreciate that. Um, go to Ramos Media Company on Facebook or Instagram. You can click on the links in the show notes to support. Go and support these guys. Uh, they're, they're young parents and they're they're doing cool shit. I always love to see young entrepreneurs get started and, and just go all in. So um, go check them out. You can also follow us on Instagram at We Speak English Good. Uh, on Facebook, by the same, is We Speak English Good. Um, you can go to our website, WeSpeakEnglishGood.com. There you'll find things and stuff. Uh, <laughs> that's about it. Go to RainaMystique.com, R-E-I-N-A-M-Y-S-T-I-Q-U-E.com, and check out our latest album, 1018, and check out our the Experience tab as well uh, to find out where me and my beautiful wife will be playing around the Northwest Ohio and Northeast Michigan region. <laughs> I had to remember that, how that went. Uh, you can also check out our sponsor, modedstudios.com, M-O-D-E-D-S-T-U-D-I-O-S.com. They're always updating their sites with awesome embroidered patches and apparel. They got uh, they got new stuff all the time, and they do custom work. So if you got any embroidery work that you need done, any patches you want sewed up, from the float up, uh, hit up modedstudios.com, uh, our lovely sponsor and who we love and cherish forever and ever till death do us part. Okay, uh, that's about it for me. Oh, yeah, write the show if you'd like. Write the show at wespeakenglishgood at gmail.com. You can also leave a review on iTunes or Spotify or wherever you get your podcast. Okay, now we're done. <laughs> now we're done with all the, all the nonsense here. But... <clears throat>
it's it's been a it's been a crazy week. I'm not going to go too far into it, but I um there was a quinceanera uh, on on Saturday or Friday. I can't remember. I think it was Friday. And I think I'm still recovering from the amount of of Mexican beef and pork that I've been just putting in my body. Um, if you if you follow me on Instagram, you probably saw over the last weekend I was cooking a bunch of fucking. Uh, there's huge pots with lots of funny looking meats cooking in there. Uh, it's some Mexican shit. It, it, it was bomb. Just letting you know, letting you know it was good. Uh, but it, me and my mom basically we cooked for an entire quinceanera, which, uh, which there was plenty of food left over. M- my mom was worried we were gonna run out of food, and and that's like the mantra for our family. It's like you, you just you rather have too much than too little. <coughs> <coughs> oh my god! Excuse me. I, uh, well, I might cut that out. Probably not. Uh, <laughs> but. It was uh it, it was great. It was it was a good time. Uh, I think we should change the mantra from if you having there's never too much food to yes there is too much food because guess who has to take that shit home with them at the end of the night because and here's the other part there was a lot of white people involved and you know I, sometimes when you get white people in a room full of Mexican food they get a little weird. They get a little weird. They don't know what's going on. Like I label shit like this is spicy hot pork. This is not hot. You know, like this is no spice at all. You know, like you really have to lay it out for them because and I get it, man. I get it. Sometimes you go to a, a party. I remember the first time I went to like a Filipino party and um and I didn't know what the the there's a shit, and I still don't like it. I love Filipino food, okay? You fucking quote me on this. Love fucking lumpia. Back up, lumpia. I'll eat all y'all. But they have this shit. I can't remember. I always have to ask Caleb, our sponsor, the owner of the company, Moted Studios. Uh, he, he, I always have to ask him what it's called because it's like the one thing that I hate of that I don't hate it, but I dislike greatly in the in the in the filipino food repertoire it's this shit that's made out of blood it's like some kind of blood stuff i don't know what it is but it it tastes like it tastes like a rotting mouth smells like that's what it's like if, if you've ever like smelled somebody who have like rot in their mouth it's just this very pungent, like mothbally smell, and and it's just it, bleh, and that's what it tastes like. See, so I've never made out with like, you know, people with rotting mouths, but I I can only imagine that it tastes like how this blood stuff tastes. No offense against the Filipinos and their and their beautiful food and beautiful people, I, I just don't like the blood shit. Everything else, bomb. You know, I can deal with it. Lumpia, that's the only thing I can remember. Pancit, Pancit is the shit. That fucking, you know, I mean, it's just, it's bomb, all right? It's bomb shit. It's just that blood stuff. So, uh, anyways, I'm still recovering from that, and it's been like a very lazy week so far, which is, is just unacceptable. I'm so far behind on shit. So, I don't know what it was. That party took it out of me. I'm still recovering from it, but it's, it's, it, I don't drink. It, it's just all pure eating. I purely ate 
myself into into this into this this amalgamation of what you what lies before you now this this sad sack of puffiness is is all i got from that party and plus my niece had her kids here and she was beautiful and it was wonderful and and uh it, it was just a, a good time it was a very good time and some drama sprouted out of it which i don't know how much i should go into the drama but uh <laughs> there's some drama within the family because of that it was a non-traditional quinceanera so um of course there's some traditionalists in my family who aren't uh exactly pleased with that so <laughs> so again there's more drama within the family so uh there you go but it was a good time and uh happy birthday mikey you lovely human being so um that's it for me guys i i don't know why i wanted to just share that with you it's probably because i just had this like heinous meat fart that i farted while i was talking and like i was smelling it and it reminded me of how much fucking meat i've been eating and, and like and, and here's the thing i shouldn't be eating all this pork and beef my doctor was telling me is like bro you're you're board borderline high cholesterol so you need to chill out on fried foods pork and beef and so, for the most part, I have been, but man, when it comes around, whew, whew, oh, okay, that was, that was weird noises, I won't do that anymore, I apologize, you know what, we're done here, be good to your fellow human beings, HJ's for everybody, I'll see you guys next week with Johnny Starcat Polanski III, uh, formerly of the Acoustic Hookah Jam Band, or, um, prog rock band as johnny would like to say it um if you're not familiar with acoustic hookah um go check out just just uh google them they're pretty fucking cool uh i had a lot of good experiences with them i did a whole show about hookahville 50 so you can go check that out so anyways i'll see you guys next week hh for everybody be good to your fellow human beings bye